0: This episode is a narration of a Cypherpunks manifesto by Eric Hughes. Its community, the Cypherpunks, they were responsible for a lot of both the technical and ideological advances that were necessary for the creation of Bitcoin cryptocurrencies that would soon follow. Privacy is a necessity for an open society in the electronic age. Privacy is not secrecy. A private matter is something one doesn't want the whole world to know, but a secret matter. Is something one doesn't want anyone to know. Privacy is the power to selectively reveal oneself to the world. If two parties had some sort of dealings, then each has a memory of their interaction. Each party can speak about their own memory of this. How could anyone prevent it? One could pass laws against it, but the freedom of speech, even more than privacy, is fundamental to an open society. We seek not to restrict any speech at all. If many parties speak together in the same form, Each can speak to all others and aggregate together knowledge about individuals and other parties. The power of electronic communications has enabled such group speech, and it will not go away merely because we might want it to. Since we desire privacy, we must ensure that each party to a transaction have knowledge only of what is directly necessary for that transaction. Since any information can be spoken of, We must ensure that we reveal as little as possible. In most cases, personal identity is not salient. When I purchase a magazine at a store and hand cash to the clerk, there is no need to know who I am. When I ask my electronic mail provider to send and receive messages, my provider need not know to whom I am speaking or what I am saying or what others are saying to me. My provider only need know how to get the message there and how much I owe them in fees. When my identity is revealed by the underlying mechanism of the transaction, I have no privacy. I cannot here selectively reveal myself. I must always reveal myself. So there's this recurring theme of revealing yourself. That is the perfect embodiment of privacy. And so, funny enough, Bitcoin is exactly uh an instantiation of this bitcoin allows an individual to have a public keys right so they can have many addresses and these addresses are spaces quote unquote in cyberspace that you can send money to and they can receive coins and so everyone can see these spaces they're open right they're on the ledger and this is so cool because as an individual, you can have many addresses and you can disclose which addresses belong to you. So you can claim certain addresses, you can claim certain action, you can reveal yourself by claiming, by saying, hey, address AX215Z, that's me. You know, or or this address, that was me as well. And so that is what Eric Hughes was talking about when he meant means privacy. Bitcoin is private transaction it's communication that you can selectively reveal that's economic in nature therefore privacy in an open society requires anonymous transaction systems until now cash has been the primary such system an anonymous transaction system is not a secret transaction system an anonymous system empowers individuals to reveal their identity when desired, and only when desired. This is the essence of privacy. Privacy in an open society also requires cryptography. If I say something, I want it heard only by those for whom I intended it. If the content of my speech is available to the world, I have no privacy. To encrypt is to indicate the desire for privacy, and to encrypt with weak cryptography is to indicate not too much desire for privacy. Furthermore, to reveal one's identity with assurance when the default is anonymity requires the cryptographic signature. We cannot expect governments, corporations, or other large faceless organizations to grant us privacy out of their beneficence. It is to their advantage to speak of us, and we should expect that they will speak. To try to prevent their speech is to fight against the realities of information. Information does not just want to be free, it longs to be free. Information expands to fill the available storage space. Information is rumor's younger, stronger cousin. Information is fleeter of foot, has more eyes, knows more, and understands less than rumor. We must defend our own privacy if we expect to have any. We must come together and create systems which allow anonymous transactions to take place. People have been defending their own privacy for centuries with whispers, darkness, envelopes, closed doors, secret handshakes, and couriers. The technologies of the past did not allow for strong privacy, but electronic technologies do. And furthermore, I would add to that point, this is my personal opinion, but electronic technologies, while they do allow us to perhaps have stronger privacy, the base level of privacy that we're afforded Is much less than anything in the past the amount of information that institutions that companies can gather on you is far greater than they've ever had in the past the opportunities are numerous everything from search history to location history to patterns of usage to keystrokes it's all being recorded and As individuals if we value privacy which I believe is a fundamental right and I believe that privacy is a right that allows us to express our economic um, utility to the society we live in in a better to a better degree Um, if we value that right then privacy is something that we must take seriously and so privacy again is that ability to the ability to selectively reveal yourself. And so as an individual, you might ask, well, why should I have privacy? And the answer is, so you can have freedom. And then maybe the next question is, well, how do, I, how do I respect my privacy? How do I take charge of my privacy? And the way to do that is to define which kinds of information you would like to keep secret and which kinds of information you would like to keep public. And then you go about structuring your internet usage, structuring your usage of technology on a daily basis, of information technologies in such a way so that you can keep that information which you want to keep private private and to disclose that information, to make public that information which you want the world to know. The next paragraph. We, the cypherpunks, are dedicated to building anonymous systems. We are defending our privacy with cryptography, with anonymous mail forwarding systems, with digital signatures, and with electronic money. Cypherpunks write code. We know that someone has to write software to defend privacy, and since we can't get privacy unless we all do, we're going to write it. We publish our code so that our fellow cypherpunks may practice and play with it. Our code is free for all to use worldwide. We don't much care if you don't approve of the software we write. We know that software can't be destroyed and that a widely dispersed system can't be shut down. Cypherpunks deplore regulations on cryptography, for encryption is fundamentally a private act. The act of encryption, in fact, removes information from the public realm. Even laws against cryptography reach only so far as a nation's border, and the arm of its violence. Cryptography will, ineluctably spread over the whole globe, and with it, the anonymous transactions systems that make it possible. For privacy to be widespread, it must be part of a social contract. People must come together and deploy these systems for the common good. We the cypherpunks seek your questions and your concerns, and hope we may engage you so that we do not deceive ourselves. We will not, however, be moved out of our course because some may disagree with our goals. The cypherpunks are actively engaged in making the networks safer for privacy. Let us proceed together apace. Onwards, Eric Hughes. So in conclusion, I wanted to give my opinion of Hughes's ideas here and some of the takeaways that I had from this. The first one that really struck me is a clear definition for privacy and a clear need for privacy. So I'd always kind of had this you know, vague understanding of privacy and, and that I felt that privacy was a good thing, but maybe I couldn't exactly figure out what that meant and why and how I wanted that right to be instantiated. But Hughes makes a very clear point here. Privacy, quote, this is quotes, privacy is the power to selectively reveal oneself to the world, end quote. And so that's really useful. The ability to not have to reveal everything about you to everyone you interact with. I mean, it's obvious why why that would be a desirable right. And so he goes on to explain some of the complexities of this. One key piece that really stood out to me was um, about transaction. So he talks further in here, uh, second and third and fourth paragraphs really about, um, about transaction. So he talks about why um, some of the forms of transaction we currently have um, completely disclose yourself. So he says, um, when my identity is revealed by the underlying mechanism of the transaction, I have no privacy. I cannot here selectively reveal myself. I must always reveal myself. And so that quote is in response to an electronic mail provider. So when I use the internet, you know, I have to reveal myself. I have to reveal myself when I use my name uh, as the username and log into um, a various website. It's required. It's not optional. It's required. And he makes this comparison to the real world where it's like, you know, when I walk into a store and I pay for something, I hand the clerk cash and he says, quote, there's no need to know who I am because the money it verifies itself. Quotes end after who I am. There's no need for him to verify himself. The money is self-verifying. And it's cool because this is what Bitcoin is. This coin is valid. You can accept this coin as payment. Um, and then other people, of course, need to approve that. And then that coin, that that transfer of ownership from party A to party B, is accepted and propagates through the network as long as it was honest and that you, you didn't lie. Um, and that's, that's a really cool idea. I like that, that idea has been around um, since i think this was 1993 yeah 9th of march 1993 is when hughes was talking about this furthermore he says quote an anonymous system empowers individuals to reveal their identity when desired and only when desired this is the essence of privacy end quote so this is the pseudo anonymous nature of bitcoin you have a address many addresses which can be used to transact um, on the blockchain and with other individuals. And you can reveal um, particular addresses while keeping other addresses unrevealed or anonymous. And so that's that's the particular instantiation of this kind of privacy Hughes was talking about. There's another idea here, which is really tied towards like the mathematics. So he says, quote, to encrypt is to indicate the desire for privacy. And to encrypt with weak cryptography is to indicate Not too much desire for privacy, end quote. So that's a cool idea. And he's really talking about your preferences are expressed directly in the way of your efforts. Like, your preferences are proportional to your efforts. So, you know, to encrypt is to indicate the desire for privacy. But how strongly you encrypt, right, what level of encryption you use, that indicates what desire you have. So there's this idea where desire is really qu- closely tied towards effort. I think that's that's a cool idea. Um, and it's very um, sort of meritocratic in nature right These are all key pieces um, key pieces of technology that would really profoundly affect Bitcoin in the way that Bitcoin was created.